Welcome to the Bruiser Bear Podcast, Tales of Strength, where we talk about building physical and mental strength and overcoming adversity through focus, discipline, and consistency. All right, don't worry. Hi, yes. All good? I think I think everything should be fine now. Sorry about that. <laughs> hey, no reason to be sorry about it. It's okay. Sometimes um, technologies. <laughs> man. All right. So how are you, man? Good? Good. So far, so good. Uh, we've got a few more days, not days, weeks, until we are re-announced, right? Whether it's extended, so <laughs> all good. Definitely. Okay, so let me just um, quickly introduce the podcast here. Um, yeah. Welcome to the Bruiser Bear podcast, Tales of Strength, where we talk about physical strength, mental fortitude, and overcoming adversity through discipline and focus. Today we are joined with uh, joined by Jeffrey. How are you, Jeffrey? Maybe you can just uh, start off by introducing yourself and what you do. And all right, thank you so much, Khalid, for introducing and having me today. So um, I am Jeffrey. Um, I am from Clang, and I'm actually a full time primary school teacher in a, in an international school. So um, calisthenics is what I practice as a passion and as a sport itself. And yeah, so I'm basically juggling between um, teaching in school and um, serving clients and providing personal coaching in calisthenics and at the same time train myself. Yeah. Oh, I see. Wow. Okay. So you're a, you're, you're actually a, a full-time teacher. And yes, I am a full-time teacher. Yes, that's right. Uh, which, which international school? Taylor's International School. Ah, okay. All right. Uh, I'm from <laughs> yeah. I'm a, I'm a Fairview old boy. Oh, okay. Yeah, I've heard of that um, international school too. Yeah, yeah. We have a few colleagues from there too. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I used to school uh, at the old building in Ampang. Now it's long, no longer. No longer right. Yeah. Right it's beside it. the safe hall, I think. Mm, I'm uh, not very familiar with that. <laughs> in fact, a friend of mine became a, uh, a teacher as well. He became an English teacher. It's pretty interesting to see... Um, People, people, and friends around my age growing, growing up and becoming teachers, going back. <laughs> yeah. I see. Is a is is a lucky career. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's it's really refreshing to see um, a calisthenics coach like yourself mm-hmm. um, taking on an educational stance, not just yeah. you know schooling, but towards body weight training as well. I think it's pretty, it's pretty interesting, pretty specialized and pretty niche. You get commonly what you get is um, coaches that uh, revolve around gyms, right? But, but you're, you're focusing more towards bodyweight training. And most of the calisthenics communities, they often rely on online resources. And I guess there's a certain kind of disconnection with that. Like I think people that want to learn how to properly perform bodyweight movements or um, and stuff like that, they usually have to maybe look for sources online or, or look for something that's really far away. But here you are much closer. So how long have you been uh, a personal coach? And, and what, what's it like so far? What's your experience? Right. Oh, okay. So to bring back all of these starting from, you know, five years ago. So I actually have a five years of training experiences. But I'm actually a coach not long ago. So um, I graduated two years ago in edu- uh, from Taylor's University. And then I got into education. And I started teaching in a school. And I only started to be a calisthenics coach back in, like, just literally last year. And it all started where I came across a community, Static Calisthenics. You can look it up from Instagram, in Instagram. And I, because I've been training by myself for all these years, for for the past three to four years before I joined a community. So I started started involving myself in these communities and I found out what I can do. And they actually gave me the opportunity to work with them. So after not long, they um, started a new gym called Ozone. And you can also look it up on Instagram. They are pretty new and we are, we are how do you say this we're collaborating with k fitness it's, it's like a garage dream it's like a garage gym in 
Petaling Jaya. So this community actually um, gave me a, an opportunity to work with them to provide classes to be a coach um, on calisthenics basics. For those who want to learn calisthenics basics, they can um, attend classes in Ozone and they can get the most out of it. So from there, I realized that what I can do from here and I started to uh, provide personal training for those who, who, who are interested in calisthenics and I'm interested to more than one-to-one guidance. More, it is very much like, like you know, gym personal trainers and all types of personal trainers, but it's just bodyweight-based, one-on-one coaching. And I didn't get to do that that long until MCO happened. So at the same time, MCO allows me to you know get clients online. So yeah, it it went from there. Oh, I see. Okay, so so right now, as as of now, it's. Well, I guess I um, I guess it's like this everywhere. Uh, it's it's online virtual coaching. That is correct. Yeah, and I'm really grateful that I managed to have a few more clients um, that are, who are interested in body training because this is a time where you're at, at home and you have no waste, no places to go. You're not allowed to go anywhere, and that's the beauty of calisthenics. That's, that's how beautiful this sport is. Is is that you can do this at home with minimal equipment. So those who are interested came to me and I had the chance to do what I do too. Right, yeah, definitely. I think right now is, uh, you know, the COVID-19 pandemic is a terrible thing, but I think there are a couple of opportunities that have arisen, uh, you know, in many different verticals, I guess. And I guess in, 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 in this sense, calisthenics is kind of shining right now. Um, it, it, it began, I mean, from my observation, I, I guess, it began as kind of this segregated kind of um, semi-casual movement that, that didn't really have a huge, um, didn't really have a huge place or community um, but as the MCO takes place, as, as lockdowns occur all around the world, I think there, there's definitely um, a rising awareness of calisthenics. Yep. yep. Yeah. And, 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 and it's interesting that, that, that you, you talk about how you're collaborating with, with um, other fitness centers uh, and and you'll have your own separate programs with them. Hopefully, once the MCO is done, you can continue with that on ground. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, because I, when I began when I began calisthenics, I began calisthenics some fourteen years ago, and mm. and I was a lone wolf as well. I think we all were, you know, lone wolves. Just yeah. Good, yeah, trying it out at home. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. The easiest alternative for those of us who didn't have access to machines weights or you know a gym membership so it's right right and now the the trend seems to kind of um the trend kind of seems to be growing um from what i see and it's there's a sense of diversity but also at the same time there's a sense of there's a sense of uh unity around the world within the calisthenics movement um and it, it definitely is growing. Like, what, what's your opinion on the on the calisthenics trend right right now, especially especially this pandemic? Yeah, speaking about that, back in two months, way before all this pandemic starts, is actually not is calisthenics actually very underrated, as you have mentioned. Um, it's not famous. It is not. Um, most people do people. Um, definitely prefer going to the gym with um, external weights and machines. And that's great too because they are still, you know, um, getting in shape, creating physique and getting into the best shape of their life. But until MCO happened, everything else just changed. Gyms are closed everywhere else who, who where they can work out has closed down. All those celebrity fitness, um, chi fitness, you name it, every gym is closing like temporary now. So this actually changed the whole course. It's like a game-changing experience for the calisthenics community because everyone else is started doing bodyweight training at home. Even bodybuilders, even um, a lot of people who, 
who is a hardcore gym, um, like, like, a, like a gym practitioner, they all convert themselves in creating content with bodyweight training, with the basics, push-ups, pull-ups, rolls, everything else. And you can see the whole Instagram, um, the, because I have got two Instagram accounts, my personal one and the fitness one, everyone else is just posting home workout. But of course, it won't be the term calisthenics because though calisthenics blends with bodyweight training, but sometimes when you put home workout itself, it is quite far away from calisthenics from what we do. I'm sure you know of that too. So yeah, everyone is just p- posting workouts that can be done at home. And eventually people get to know more about home workouts, more about calisthenics. And it just shines out of, <laughs> within this darkness of pandemic, calisthenics just shine out of everywhere because everyone is doing the same thing. Everyone is seeking advice how to work out from home and make the most out of it how to break down as much muscle fibers as they can, just like how they did in the gym. Everything else just went bodyweight-based. So I think this could be a good chance for all of us to provide what we, what we know, our value at this time, yeah. Right, yeah, definitely. There's a, although there is a, a pretty funny, <laughs> there's a pretty funny uh, trend right now throughout social media. Um, uh, where they make memes, uh, it's it's mostly produced by I guess these gym the gym guys, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, with all the with all with all their respect, yeah. uh, <laughs> they 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 uh, I don't know. You've seen like these these Instagram memes, right? It's pretty funny where they uh, they they kind of make fun of working out at home and they like they can't wait to to hit the gym again. So it's like all of these um, all of these jokes and whatnot uh, coming out like <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Little did they know that they have to, um, of course, with due respect again, they have to maintain this, I mean, for a few more months, maybe. Who knows what's going to happen? Yeah, man. Like, when push comes to shove, right? Like, nobody's got a choice now. So, like, everyone's either adapting, adopting to the, the new, I wouldn't say the new normal, but the temp, in, you know, the current situation and, you, you know, whatever they did in the gym before, they they are going to have to replicate it some way or another at home um, using whatever they have mm-hmm. and it, get creative. But on the other hand, some people, they just, they don't really adopt or adapt and they just kind of, they, they kind of um, grow a little impatient and maybe annoyed at the fact that they can't mm-hmm. hit the gym and, and, and do the usual routines that they do. Understandably so. I mean, you know, it, 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 it can get frustrating when you get taken out of your usual routine. Like, let's say that you're a gym goer and you're used to the machines and you're used to the iron lifting. And all of that comes to a, a screeching halt. And then you have to go home and, you know, rely on, you know, resistance bands. And sure, yeah. have to, you, they have to mimic the resistance, say, 60 kgs of bench press, um, 100 kgs of... Um, back squat. So there's a lot of things that they have to adapt to based on body weight training. Right, definitely. Uh, uh, and um, I guess with that, there's also a trend throughout social media that revolves around kind of comparing different training styles, I guess, like from the strongman yeah. uh, genre to the, um, the classic Arnold bodybuilding style. Mm-hmm, that, mm-hmm. You know, aesthetic precision, like the aesthetic uh, physique uh, and then there's also the body weight and the gymnastic approach of, of fitness. They all, they all fall within fitness, but they all are kind of segregated into these little factions. Um, maybe you, you, better than anyone else, can help kind of explain how calisthenics compares with these other training methods. Hmm. So um, as we all know, um, the, the strongmen, the bodybuilders, they, um, most of them involve external weights, you know, to... Uh, have an external resistance, dumbbells, barbells, machine to specifically target their muscle groups better. However, for calisthenics, it's solely on body weight, which means it's just you and your body weight. Of course, um, calisthenics itself segregate. Um, it, it comes on from calisthenics itself. It comes on to different types of party too, like you know freestyle calisthenics, weighted calisthenics, and there's a lot more of variation. So if you talk about 
not 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 talking about weighted calisthenics anymore because weighted calisthenics have it involves external weights too. So if you talk about just solely calisthenics, body weight training, it is just basically taking control of your own body, moving in a way where your body is biologically made to perform, to move to move how humans are supposed to move, you know, like um, pull-ups, push-ups, dips, everything. Every exercise in bodyweight training in calisthenics is performed in a way where you should execute your joints, your movement. So it's a very complex, it's not, it's not, it's a simple, it's a simple sport, but it involves a complex understanding on how do you execute all these movements because it's not as simple as um, lifting dumbbell curls, for example, for the bicep. It is more than just lifting it is more than just bicep curls it is more than just um tricep extensions it is more than that because in calisthenics itself unlike bodybuilding calisthenics cannot target specific muscle groups we can but it is difficult unless we use gymnastic rings in our trainings even if we do so we can't really target specific muscle groups so to put it simply calisthenics works your body like a whole rounded in a whole rounded way where you have to work the tiniest muscle in your body to perform each movement perfectly and precisely. And it's just, you are free to do whatever you want with your body weight. You are free to move around, to explore different complex and complicated movements. And that's the beauty of calisthenics. And that's how it's different from the other sports where I'm, I'm sure every athlete will at least have an aspect of body weight training in their training. So you can't run away from body weight training. You can't run away from calisthenics because it is the basics of sports, say running, squatting, normal push-up. Everything it revolves, revolves around calisthenics. Even the gym goers at some point will have to get down and drop 10 and do push-ups when they first started. So yeah, it's very, it, it, it's, it's like a core to a lot of sports. Yeah. Yeah, very well said. Like, um, I think you touched on a couple of points that, that I wanted to touch on myself. Um, here at Bruiser Bear, we, we like to call calisthenics the, the perfect fitness plug-in, right? Because we see, we see that the foundation of bodyweight movements, uh, or at least the basics of bodyweight movements, it's applied in many areas and fields of athleticism, mm-hmm. uh, um, sports, and and even like functional skill sets, you know, like, uh, for example, military routines, right? Mi- the military applies um, plenty of calisthenics, um, or at least from a basic perspective, and combat sports as well. Um, Muay Thai, boxing, mm-hmm. and you know, all of the MMA, you know, there, there's, a lot of, there's a lot of calisthenics that's being applied, right? And even classic athletics, like gymnastics, Olympic gymnastics, right? Definitely, it's 90% calisthenics over there. So I, I, uh, that's, that's what we like to refer to. Mm. Kelly, and, that's, and that's why I guess we kind of prioritize calisthenics in our focal point as well here. Mm. Um, we call it the, the perfect fitness plugin, right? That's what we're calling it right now. But, nah. uh, <laughs> it's a coined terminology, but yeah. But yeah, the other thing that you touched on was, was how, how calisthenics basically, uh, what it does in essence is, enhance the uh, functionality of your own body by using your own body to garner strength, mobility, and, you know, overall uh, um, um, function. Mm-hmm. Right? And I guess, I guess in some ways the drawback is there. The, the, the drawback is that then some aspects are challenging. And I guess it depends on who you're asking. This is kind of like a, I wouldn't say debate, but like it's kind of a discussion that's that's been had a couple of times um, throughout the fitness community. Like there are a couple of drawbacks. Like for example, if 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 you go on Instagram and 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 you prioritize aesthetics or a certain kind of aesthetics, like the big dudes, like the the Arnold dudes, right? Um, competitive bodybuilding, pure calisthenics might not be for you. You might have to you might have to uh, implement other forms of training. Um, if you are looking for a certain look, 
specifically, then it might be, it, it might, calisthenics might not be the only solution for you. But uh, as far as pure calisthenics goes, there are plenty of benefits uh, of which you've mentioned already. And functionality is prioritized. Right. And I think that that's something to be said. There's something to be said there, especially for, for people that, that have different fitness goals, different fitness milestones. And, and I guess there are, some, there are some people as well that are okay with the – I mean, have you seen the, um, the, gymna- the, the, the male gymnasts? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They're ripped, man. Yeah, I think a lot of people kind of idolize or, or aspire to, to that kind of physique, and that's enough for them. Right? But I guess it, it, this really depends on subjectiveness. It depends on um, your own per- perception of how it, how it is. So – Moving on. So I personally have my own um, experience uh, with fitness. Uh, like I said, it spans about 14 years. Maybe I started when I was 14. And at the moment right now, I focus solely on calisthenics for my own reasons. I began um, with the chin-up bar at home, you know, the old old classic chin-up bar. That's at right. Home. Yeah. And moved on to to weights, weightlifting, um, dumbbells and stuff like that. But I got, I got into trouble with form probably. Um, and I started to have, um, minor injuries that eventually transitioned to major injuries, like horrible lower back pain to the point where I couldn't stand straight or walk straight. And it kept, kept happening to the point where I just, I didn't want to jeopardize my, my, my physical, my physical being, my physical well-being at such a young age, you know, I was 20, maybe less than 20. Uh, and um, eventually I started to just transition more and more towards calisthenics to a point where it just was calisthenics. And this is just me, um, just my experience. And from there on, you know, less injuries um, because, I mean, there are a lot of reasons why, but I guess, the physiology, and maybe it's just me personally being kind of an idiot, uh, <laughs> not using, pro- right? Yeah. So, and 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 my my gains have been decent. Um, I've been able to maintain strength. Um, I'm not losing out, from my opinion. But but what's your opinion on calisthenics purists, like the ones that focus solely on calisthenics? What what do you have to say about them? Right. There's a there's actually a lot of good points that you actually raise up that we can actually talk about. So. Yeah, taking in consideration for those who are looking for building physique itself, I'm sure you and I have experience in calisthenics. It's actually possible for an individual to build like, you know, not as big as the pro bodybuilders, definitely. But if one strives to have a just, you know, proper shape of the anterior and posterior chain of muscle groups, and the lower body muscle group, calisthenics can actually bring you the results that one could want a lot. And it can actually be a basic, like, like, a, like, a, like a base foundation for you to build the physique on because if you wanted more, definitely you can go for other, other, other types of training, say weightlifting, powerlifting, or you can start to include weights in calisthenics itself to bring your physique or, and strength to the next level. But just by pure calisthenics itself will give you like the, the best results can, that, you can, that you can ever ask for. Take, me, take myself as an example. Like, okay, bringing this all over to how I got started again. I was a... I, I started working out five years ago with dumbbells too. Um, not knowing the proper form just like you do. Um, I actually torn my left tendon my my left bite my my left wrist not not wrist my left elbow tendon from doing chest flies and it got very very bad that I couldn't even open the door itself I can't even rotate I can't even rotate my wrist I it's my left so it is affecting my daily lifestyle so that is how I got started and I didn't dare to tell my parents about it because I got into, I got into the trouble myself. So from there, I did a lot of research on how to train at home despite going to the gym because 
one thing for sure is I cannot go to the gym anymore with that injury. So I came across bodyweight training. And from there, I did my own research on how to properly heal my torn tendon. And from there, once I've recovered, I went full on calisthenics, getting my first pull-up bar, getting investing my making my own parallel parallels, the tiny tiny push-up bars, and in the end, bought the bought the yellow parallel bar. For those who are listening to this one, who you might have the yellow parallel bar that I bought from the gym that got injured from because in the end they closed down and I I, I went through their Facebook and then they're, they're actually selling equipment. So hey, this is, a, this is something that I could, I, I, I could use for bodyweight training. So I bought over parallel bars. So I started off with just three equipments at home and just doing more research. How, does, how, how do you build muscle? How do you build strength? And from calorie, surpl- calorie surplus, time under tension, progressive overload, putting all this into practice with just pure calisthenics actually gave me the physique that I could ever ask for. And from there, I, I tried weighted calisthenics and it got me further. But to be realistic, I can't always have access to weights. So in the end, I um, put weighted calisthenics away until I have a chance to do more weighted stuff. And I just focus solely based on calisthenics for functionality, for longevity, because I'm sure we all train to, to have longevity, to have convenience in training, so basically, if I can just, you know, use my own body weight, I can, I can do where, whenever or however or whatever I want without like needing to go outside to get external weights and stuff like that. So if you talk about the pure, purism of calisthenics, it's actually enough to gain strength, functionality, and most importantly for most men who wants to, muscle and great physique. So yeah. I'm not, I'm not sure if I've answered yeah. the question, but <laughs> I, I kind of went all over the place in a moment. No, I think I think you did. I think you perfectly. I think that was one long answer to the question. And um, you know, I think maybe I should point out at this point, uh, any listeners uh, right now who you know go to the gym. Uh, <laughs> I'm, yeah, this is this isn't um, this isn't a discussion about how calisthenics is better That's than correct. the That's other. Correct. This is just a discussion about the clear distinctions between the different styles and and how there are different pros and cons to different things and in how in the end of the how at the end of the day, I guess individual preferences uh, dictate what and how you should do uh, how what and how you should approach fitness, right? But yeah. So anyway, with that disclaimer aside. Um, <laughs> Okay, cool. Let's move on. So, 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 so there are there are basic body weight movements, you know, like the chin up, the pull up, the push up, mm-hmm. and then there are, of course, uh, way advanced movements like the, you know, the one arm chin up, uh, the handstand push up, or, or horizontal pulls, and and all of the other ring static holds. Mm-hmm. Um, could you maybe explain a little bit the differences between um, some of these basic and advanced movements? Right. Okay. To put it simply. If you were to take um, an example of a chin-up, um, you can we can actually in body training we can actually progress chin-up to a more advanced move. So taking chin-up as a basic, we can definitely, as you said, move on and progressively build up to a one-arm chin-up. So the difference between a chin-up and a one-arm chin-up is actually very similar because it is still a chin-up, but it is just working on one side more than the other where you have to definitely have a great feat of strength in your bicep, in your back, in your shoulders to being able to wrap out a one-arm chin-up. But the the big difference right now is just the big the, the biggest difference between a chin-up and a one-arm chin-up is the tendon strength that you need. The, the, how ready are your tendons and ligaments and your muscles are definitely yeah muscles are definitely the ready the the most ready ones to perform a one-arm chin-up but many people do not understand the importance of tendon strength and we all know that our muscles have the most blood flow 
and our tendons are actually white, pinkish, and they actually do not have enough blood flow. Hence, whenever we train, we break down the muscle fibers as much as possible, but we are also breaking down tendons bit by bit, and they are definitely recovering a lot slower because they do not have enough blood supply. So to do a one-arm chin-up, you will need, of course, it, it is an advanced move. You will need a very strong tendon and a tendon that is ready for you to just chin your weight, chin all your weight up with just one arm. And if one is not careful, the tendon will be torn and you will go back all the way to way below chin up, like the body weight rolls. And that's, 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 the, that's, the, that's, the, that's, the, that's the worst nightmare to calisthenics practitioner. So, yeah, I mean, there's a lot, of, there's a lot more advanced movements, say handstand push-ups and handstands. In order to build up to handstand push-ups, there are definitely pro- progressions for you to build your way up. One can definitely not just jump in, jump, just jump inside and do um, handstand push-ups, one arm chin-up, muscle-up, front lever, planche. That, that's the beauty of calisthenics itself. You have to earn your movement from basics. And I'm sure we're going to cover some basics later. But one thing that is most important and there's a big difference is in order to achieve advanced movement in calisthenics, you have to have a strong basic so it is connected to each other. Right, definitely. I think um, you said it. You said it perfectly. Right, you have to earn your right to to perform more advanced movements. You have to earn your right to develop the strength that's necessary to progress to to the next level of your calisthenics journey. I think that's uh, definitely well said. And I guess maybe the key word here is progression, yeah. right? Um, without progression, um, you're setting yourself up for some pretty serious injuries, which I have seen um, with calisthenics as well. Like I, I mentioned before how, I mean, we were kind of um, indicating before how uh, we began, you know, with weights and in dumbbells and and there was bad form on our part, but also a lot of injuries, which which led us to transition towards calisthenics. But that does not necessarily mean that calisthenics is free of injuries. In fact, I've seen quite some pretty serious injuries with calisthenics, um, especially if, you know, I mean, we all make mistakes. Even the most advanced of us, even the, the biggest pros make mistakes. And, um, yeah, so I think that's the key, right? Progression or serious injury like you choose. And I guess that, that is the main difference between basics and advanced um, movements. And I guess you should identify at which level you are at and work towards getting better. Um, and I guess maybe this might be a good time to say that this is why having a, a coach like you, like a mentor, a coach, or a, um, somebody <laughs> to guide um, yeah, your journey might be a good idea if you don't want to you know, mess yourself up. Yeah, that's, that's the worst nightmare that anyone could have to, you know, not be able to work out for the longest time ever. Yeah, like bicep tears and especially with the, yeah, and this, and this brings us to the next, the next thing, right? Subculture. So, so calisthenics in itself is a, is a subculture of the fitness um, movement in general. So fitness mm. is a huge thing, right? There's all, and, and, and calisthenics is a subculture, but then within calisthenics, there are other subcultures mm. as well. I mean, I have to be honest with my listeners. I personally, I personally can't really perform the uh, super advanced movements. I, I personally just focus more on consistently hitting the basic reps um, with um, some minor variations here and there, a little bit of adjustments. Like I do inclines, declines, um, you know, I adjust my position to, to better get better um, um, to get better at certain movements, but I guess everyone has their own style of calisthenics, right? Like we see, I think you're pretty aware. Like in the U.S., there are parks that are just filled with calisthenics enthusiasts of a different kind, and and they they perform basic reps and they are built like bricks. They they, they have mm-hmm. insane physique, but I don't think that they can pro- perform the same advanced movements as as um, somebody like you, for example, and then there are the the street workout guys, right? Uh, 
pretty prevalent uh, um, across Asia and Malaysia. Uh, they they spin around in the parks and they can do some pretty incredible tricks. A little bit more leaning a little bit more towards alternative sports, right? Like like it's almost kind of like pro skating, like the what they're doing street workout. Um, so I think there's a lot of a lot of diversity. Um, this is just kind of a question which I don't know if you even have any answers for it because I guess I even I don't. But like, how do you think this diversity came about? Like, um, how how did this this happen? Um, they all they all are pretty fantastic in their own rights. But like, I'm just wondering like how 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 did this diversity kind of just spring out? Mm, right. Gradually? Okay. Yeah. As as you mentioned, I might not have the the proper answer, but I kind of have a theory to answer that. So, yeah, I think it all comes down to personal goals, like you said. Like, actually, there's nothing wrong that you're actually not being able to perform those powerful and fancy movements because bodyweight training itself is so simple that you can make it very simple and very effective or you can make it very complex yet very effective. So it all comes down to personal goals. Say, if someone who's like you, who just can't, who who just wants consistency, and you know, getting the sets and reps in. So yeah, that's one category: sets and reps. And these people, who, who these people are those people who wants just wants to you know get the get the get get the pump in, tear down as much muscle fibers as possible, and you know, eat well and sleep well, and then you regenerate back, and in the end, create a better physique as you, you have mentioned, for those who are just pumping out reps and sets, reps and sets, they will definitely build a great physique because it, they, put, they put those bodybuilding principles into practice, say it's time and attention, uh, mind muscle connection, um, the 40 to 60 seconds threshold of tension in your muscles, um, 8 to 12 reps of hypertrophy rep range, and they are putting all those into practice just by using calisthenics. So that diverts into one family where you also have people who, 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 who started off with sets and reps, but they developed the love and passion for the real calisthenics, the, I mean, the, 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 the more advanced stuff. So then they started um, exploring those muscle-ups, those skills, we call it skills, um, front lever, back lever, planche, handstand, handstand push-ups, those static skills that is um, allowing you to perform your, to, to, to move your body in different dimensions. And that is also one family, the calisthenic skill family, where you also have one group of people who, who, who their goal is explosiveness. Then they have the street workout, they pull, pull explosively, muscle up 360, they can jump from bar to bar and those are great feet of strength because it all comes down to their goals, which is to be explosive as possible. So coming down from the big tree of calisthenics, it all depends on what you what you love to do, what you what you really want to do with your body, and that will lead you to the different families of calisthenics. So let's say if someone who wants just a great physique, they can go set some reps and they can include weighted calisthenics. Um, like there's a lot of YouTubers who just does weighted calisthenics and they have the great, they, they have the best physique like Austin Dunham. And for those who just want skills, um, there's a lot there's a lot of YouTubers and a lot of so, in, in social media itself that has that just focus on skills. And for those who want street workout, they can search for them. So, yeah. So, okay, to answer that question, it all comes down to your ultimate goal on what you want to do. Yeah, definitely. And I think this is a, um, a pretty interesting point to make as well. Uh, personal milestones really do um, determine what, what you use calisthenics for. Um, as I've mentioned before, um, we believe that it's that it's the perfect <laughs> fitness plugin, and for a lot of reasons as well. Like um, calisthenics can be used for explosiveness, mm -hmm. like you mentioned. Um, I think that uh, we we spoke to uh, this young this young guy um, last episode, mm -hmm. uh, Danish. Uh, he's a Muay Muay Thai fighter, and and he was talking about um, how he implements um, calisthenics 
um, you know, the basics, of course, uh, the ba- basic bodyweight uh, exercises for to become a better fighter. And, and, and it's correlated with explosiveness. He talked about how he'd do um, basically sets and reps, um, hundreds and hundreds of sit-ups, crunches, hundreds and hundreds of pull-ups. Uh, no, no, not hundreds and hundreds of pull-ups. I think maybe like insane, right? Yeah, but like he, he'd do that uh, in any given day and then he'd warm up and then start with the heavy bag and whatnot. So there's that. And then there's also the, um, like you said, the pursuit of, um, the pursuit of skills, right? The pursuit of of advanced skill movements like dynamics, right? Uh, the I guess uh, would you call it the, yes. the static and dynamic yep. approach? Yeah. And th- I think that's I guess maybe you could say that that's the ma- the most mm, prominent um, the pro- the most prominent side of the calisthenics family tree. Like if you go on Instagram, if you go on social media, these are the guys that you see when you look up calisthenics, right? Doing the um, really complex stuff like the uh yeah because um, <laughs> it's just incredible to watch too like so, but they have their own personal milestones and and i guess um me i'm probably a little closer to danish where i use um calisthenics as a way you know sets and rep style right i use it as a way to uh, maintain explosiveness maintain um an essence of strength and just kind of be um i I, what what how we call it I call it the the I guess kind of be warrior ready mm-hmm. you know what I mean like to be ready to have your body ready at any given time of your life to have have your body ready to be physically exerted um, at any point in time in your life you don't want to be as vulnerable as many people around you a lot of people don't practice fitness as consistently and so they aren't warrior ready per se they aren't ready to um that's correct defend themselves maybe or or yeah so i guess i think the main point here is that strength is a pillar in the end of the day strength is a pillar i think whether you're training calisthenics to become a better fighter or whether you're training calisthenics to maintain your strength throughout the uh, throughout your life or whether you're trying to just live a holistic lifestyle and grow old um, with grace or whether you're trying to be the best at um, your sports i think strength is definitely the pillar very well said of, yeah. of all of it yeah so um i think there are, there are a lot of questions that we can <laughs> kind of skip here but there are a couple of here are a couple of quick I guess, common questions for you to kind of wrap things up. So regarding aesthetics, I think one of the most asked questions is, is can I get like an aesthetically appealing physique that's, that's similar to the bulkier gym goers, you know, like um, the, the, the bigger gym guys that, that, that have all mm-hmm. that, they pack on that mass, right? Can that be done with pure calisthenics? Like, do you, do you have an answer to this common yes, question? It is, is it a common question for you? Um, a myth to debunk to a lot of people where, um, don't get me wrong, where, I mean, with due respect, the gym goers definitely have their ways of doing things. But as for calisthenics, if, like, I think we have covered this, like, um, a few minutes ago, where if you really want to strive to create a physique that is, you know, okay, let's say bulky or big, buff, that is very similar with gym goers? Yes, the answer is definitely yes, because to the bottom line, resistance is resistance. I think for those listeners um, here, you have to understand that resistance is still resistance. Your body will not know what what kind of resistance are you using. Take a lap pull-up machine and a pull-up, for example. Okay, they are very different, but if you do pull a lap pull-up machine and you pull yourself up onto a chin-up bar, resistance is still resistance. I can't stress this enough because many people think the, the magic of creating, the, the magic of building muscle is to lift weights. Where if you were to lift yourself, you're also lifting weights. Your brain can't tell, hey, you're, you're lifting a dumbbell or hey, you're lifting yourself up in a chin-up bar. 
and to the bottom line, resistance is still there. So if you to put those theories of muscle building, so okay, bottom line is muscle building, right? Physique. So if you were to put all those theories where you have to be in a caloric surplus, you have to get proper and enough sleep, you have to get in your macros and my, your micro, micro, macronutrients and micronutrients. And if you train with a specific program that's going to allow you to um, go through hypertrophy rep ranges, um, strength rep ranges, you can definitely have a, a physique that is very close to a bodybuilder. Of course, there are limitations in bodybuilder training where we can't... Okay, that, that, that's the question coming in. Uh, we won't be having enough resistance compared to those who are um, who, who, who are lifting weights in the gym. So that's where we come in with, with variation. We have unlimited variation when it comes to body weight training and it all provides a different stimulus and a different resistance to the exercise. So to the bottom line is resistance is what get you tearing muscle fibers and I'm sure everyone else will have to eat properly and to sleep properly, have to have a healthy lifestyle to gain mass, to gain weight. That's, there's no other way around it. Whether you're not, you're going to the gym or whether or not you're training at home, you are still going to have, you're still going to gain weight and you're still able to create a great physique. Doesn't matter where you, doesn't matter where you go as long as you put these theories into practice. Right, right. That, that I think that's a pretty good sum up to that common question. And um, I think there are so many aspects that go along with this journey of fitness as well, right? Like uh, we, we haven't even covered things like <laughs> diet uh, and uh, you know rest days and, and, and even warm-ups and stretching and things like that. These things all should be taken into account. I think it, too much to cover maybe in this one yeah. podcast session. Uh, but moving on, I think one thing to be said about this is, I guess it depends on where you're at mentally, right? The mental state. Like, for example, this common question is usually asked by by people that um, that prioritize physique. Now, like me personally, like I, I guess when I was younger, I I, I prioritized physique a little bit more. But as I'm growing older now, I think I realize. I guess my, my priorities have changed and I guess functionality and overall strength um, and being combat ready, warrior ready, or, you know, just, just fit enough to fit enough to, to function throughout your life is something that's um, a big part of, of my mm. mentality. So I guess it really does boil down to that in the end of the day. Um, yeah. So I think that's, Probably a pretty good place to wrap it up for now. Um, what what future plans do you have in store, Jeffrey? Tell us about your your um, your uh, any right. anything going okay, on in your it. life. Okay, but before future. that, I would like to top it up. Um, that Khalid, you at Khalid, right? Am I pronouncing your name rightly? Yeah. Yes, Khalid, you actually yes, made sir. a very good point. Where um, I think the bottom line is preference and goals. Where I think we all. If, if someone who's going to start this journey, it all comes down to, I mean, again, their goal. And we all want a great physique. Just like you, I myself also strive to have a great physique when I first started. But along the way, I realized physique is just secondary where the proper strength that you gain that is going to prepare you for any anything in life that is more important than anything else. So for those who are listening here, it is not wrong to have physique as your driving goal because everyone has different goals. If you are going to compete on stage, yes, physique is going to definitely a go-to. But for those who just wants to perform well in a daily lifestyle, to be able to push things, to pull things, to be able to, to lift things, grocery bags, anything that you do in your daily lifestyle, def calisthenics can definitely bring you to the next level and is able to provide you the functionality and whatever you need to to be warrior ready that's that's a very good term that you brought up right here that the, the term warrior ready is very important because we have to be ready for anything that's coming to our life say let's say your girlfriend is 
let's say a girlfriend fell down and she she she's fainted out of nowhere. Do you actually have the strength? Do you actually have the 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 functionality to squat to lift her up to carry her the the, the strength to actually bring her to somewhere safe? So these are the things. Okay, this is an example. There's a lot more examples that we can talk about, but this is crucial. Um, and I'm sure that everyone else in this life will at least need some level of strength to be safe. Not just you know lifting girlfriends, but there's a lot more to talk about. So, <laughs> but that's a very good point that you brought up right there. Warrior ready. I preach this to my clients. It's not about physique anymore, but you have to prioritize the functionality and the longevity of training, body weight style. So yeah, that was the top up that I wanted to have. <laughs> Fantastic. I think that's that's a great note to leave it. Ad, and I think that's a great note to wrap things up for now. Listen, man, I'd like to have you on again. Seriously, you know what you are like. I think, uh, uh, I, I, uh, I think uh, you're like the, uh, the calisthenics. <laughs> that, that is too much to take, but thank you very much. So yeah, I mean, I actually have a question to 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 answer, right? Uh, yeah, the the future plan. Oh yeah, right. Yeah. Do you have any future plans in store? Thank you. Thank you. Um, my future plan is definitely to spread calisthenics, definitely, and to really help people to understand this better. Because if you if you talk about calisthenics, it's more than just body weight. The proper activation and technique is very important. Just a simple example: a push up is more than a push up if you were to perform it perfectly. It is not just going down and up. It's not just called pumping for a reason. It requires tiny, tiny details for each one of us to perform every body weight movement perfectly. And that's my plan in future, you know, to make sure that people execute the, 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 the exercises perfectly and safely. That's most important. So future plans, I, I actually can't do much at the moment because I'm still a, I'm a full-time teacher. So I only, I'm only able to preach calisthenics on a week on a weekend basis, say um in ozone itself, but on a weekday I do personal coaching with my clients. So I will let future speak for himself. I'm not sure where I'm going, but definitely the goal is to spread calisthenics as much as possible for those who are still new to this. All right, great, Jeffrey. I think um, if you if you have the time and if you're free, I think I'd like to have you on again, definitely for our next episodes. Um, and um, I'd like to wish you good luck during this Thank time of MCU. So I hope you stay safe and uh, hope that, yeah. All right, bro. I'll see you. I'll see you again, man. Definitely. Thank Thanks so much, so for, much for coming me. on. This is a really opportunity. It's my first time too, so I hope everything goes well. <laughs> for those who are listening, I hope you love this episode. And thank you, Khalid, for thank you, Bruzebes, for having me too. Thanks so see much. You. Thank you. Bye bye. All right. See you. Bye bye. Thank you for tuning in to Tales of Strength. Stay tuned for more.